everyone has to have a place to live. So the one thing that you want to do is you know that. So you're already at an advantage. Because of that, you want to actually do something every day to promote your respective real estate investing technique. And so when you do that, it can actually change your life. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, I want to ask you, do you have a strategy right now where you are getting leads that come into your inbox while you're sleeping? Do you have a strategy where you are optimized with both Google AdWords and SEO, search engine optimization? If not, then guess what? Today's your lucky day. We've got a free strategy session just for you, and it's with Dan Barrett. If you recognize his name, he was a guest on episode 565, and he is the only certified Google partner agency that works exclusively with real estate investors. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash strategy and get a free strategy session to learn with him how to implement an online strategy for your market in both SEO and Google AdWords. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash strategy. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the show where we cut out all the fluff and we only talk about the best advice that moves your business forward. You know what? This is also the world's longest running daily real estate podcast. Pretty proud of that. Doesn't take more than just determination to keep on pumping these episodes out and keep on bringing the best ever guests to your earbuds. With us today, we've got someone who is actively involved in both running one of the largest real estate investment groups in Dallas, as well as on the ground doing deals in that area. How you doing, Joe Boston? I am doing very well. Thanks for having me, Joe. My pleasure, my friend. And nice to have you on the show. A little bit about Joe. He is the director at Dallas Real Estate Investment Group. He established a turnkey sales company from the ground up, which is what his focus is on, as well as many other things that all are related to single family homes because of his involvement in the groups in Dallas, Fort Worth. He mentors professionals to improve their skills. And as I mentioned, he is based in Dallas, Texas. You can say hi to him at his website, which is dallasreig.com. Or you can just click through in the show notes page and go check out that website. With that being said, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Yes, I would love to do that. So right now, as you mentioned, we have a large real estate investment group in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And our primary objective is obviously to provide education and training and transaction assistance to those people that are in the community to learn the right way, in our opinion, to do real estate investing. So we actually have a wide array of topics that anyone can learn from. I mean, from the beginner to someone who has a few houses that they manage or to the really, really advanced real estate investor. But what we're working on is we actually try to work and analyze the marketplace, which as most of you know, Dallas-Fort Worth is one of the hottest markets right now. So we have less than three months of inventory that basically will put pressure on those people that are trying to buy, as in 
the past, we have been able to have a lot of different ways to acquire single family. But right now, there's not that much inventory. So what we do is we learn different techniques and teach different techniques. Like right now, we're actually offering new construction. So if you want to learn about that, you can actually come to our club and actually learn that, which is a very hard thing to do because most builders specifically just learn that and they don't teach it. So also a lot of the no money down strategies, as well as how to, once you do obtain some of your properties, how to maintain that and grow with financing, funding. We have a lot of those relationships and how to build a really robust real estate investment team. So we have all of that here, as well as we have 15 sponsors that support all of our members and people that attend. So I think from what we've done, and we've been in this business for six years now, we are the most active club in the Metroplex, but also I think we do a lot of different things. So we're always on the ground teaching you from actually deals that we actually have. So one of the things that actually makes us unique is we have a lot of different real world events. So you can actually go to a lot of the houses that are wholesalers or our rehabbers or our flippers or our buy and holders actually have and actually see what their strategies are as well as ask them questions. So we are very hands on. And I think that really separates us from the other clubs as well as provides an avenue for people to learn that are interested in this industry. Okay. How many people attend your meeting and how often do you meet? So we meet weekly. Actually, we've added another meeting. So we meet every Saturday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And then also we have what's called a fundamental Thursday. So on Thursdays, we also meet during the weeknights at, from 6.30 to, let's say, about 8.30. And the difference is, is that on Saturdays, they're pretty much a full two-hour presentation from a subject matter expert, and it could be a wide array from mobile homes to multifamily, single family. We provide a wide array of different topics. And on Thursday nights, they're the fundamentals. So that's looking at how to integrate and work with a CPA in your business. We actually have a law firm coming to talk about operating agreements and how that is really what makes your LLCs successful. So all of the back office type of processes that really make you successful and take you to the next level. Because the thing is, is that we do teach a lot of how to acquire the properties, but for real estate investing, you really need to have a really strong back office. Okay. How many people attend your meeting? Roughly each week we have about anywhere from 70 to 100 attendees. And then on the weeknights, we've been averaging about 30 so when you look at it from the standpoint of meeting weekly, we have probably about 500 attendees every month, which makes us one of the largest clubs in the Metroplex. Because usually most clubs meet once a month. And, you know, even if they have, let's say, 150 to 200 attendees, we still have more people coming through our doors because we're just so active. So you got two weekly meetups. One is you bring about 30 people and the other you bring 70 to 100 you founded this, correct? Correct. How long ago did you found it? Six years ago. You started it six years ago. How many people attended your first meeting? Three people. Three people. Okay, there we go. Three, <laughs> three people attended the first meeting. It was a Saturday, right? Correct. 
All right. And then at what point did you reach a tipping point and what was that tipping point specifically? After the second year, I would say, was our tipping point because that's when we actually developed a brand. We were meeting regularly, so people started to become aware of us. So the one thing like with anything in marketing is consistency and and spreading the word. So once we developed relationships with subject matter experts, that changed the landscape of our real estate investment group. So anyone looking to start it would definitely need to take time to develop relationships with those people that are in their respective market that are good at whatever their actually real estate experience is. So it took a little while to develop relationships. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you created a brand. Specifically, does that mean you created a website, you got a logo, and then when you had people sign up, you had them go to this location, or does it mean something else? No, you're absolutely right. So we created a website, then we actually had a meeting location that we established, and then we developed relationships with the Dallas IREIG brand with our subject matter experts. So a lot of our actual subject matter experts would present their material, but they would actually co-brand with Dallas REIG so that we could both market to our respective lists. In the early days, were people at those meetings who are presenting, who you're co-branding with the established speakers, were they selling from the stage or was it thought leadership only? It was leadership only for the first year. And then we integrated sales. Okay. And now, is that the same approach that you take for those Saturday meetings? You've got thought leadership plus a sales component for call to action to grow their business? Correct. So now we actually integrate product as well as content. But we always lead with content because what we found is a lot of the competitors were just selling product and people were wanting content instead of having to pay for everything. So we actually developed our foundation on content, which then they can add product. Now, looking at the amount of time you spend on a weekly basis on your meetup and your meetup organization, how many hours would you say you spend? I have a staff now. So I would say I have an operations manager, an IT director, and also I have two administrative staff. So Myself, personally, I probably spend about 16 hours, and the rest is obviously delegated to the staff members, because the one thing that we pride ourselves on is new ideas and creating really important content, so we are continually doing research. So I would say, to start, you're going to probably put more hours than that, because you might not have a staff, but at the same time... You have to be cognizant of your own real estate business because I think people really, really want to learn from people that actually do the business. You know, they don't have to, but you still have your own real estate investing business that you will have to take care of. So I have a lot of rentals, so I still am actually active in the business. How many rentals do you have? I exceed 50 rentals. Okay. And how are you financing them? A myriad of ways. So One of the things I have relationships with our sponsors. So I have two really, really good banks that offers guidance lines. Guidance lines? A guidance line is basically like a secured line of credit where you have to actually provide a percentage down. So 15% down is required and then they will fund 85% of the transaction. And it's secured by the asset. So they're very investor friendly. 
which is really, really good. So you can actually develop a strategy where you are working with people that you've met with private money to provide the 15% down, and then you can secure the other 85% down. So actually, if you do it right, you can get a, basically for yourself, have a 100% loan. Who does those loans? We have Network Funding, Texas Republic Bank is a really good one. Justin State Bank is another one. So we've got several that work with us in the Metroplex. Is there a cap on how many you can do with one lender? No, there's no cap. If you have the actual down payment, you just have to find the deals and they love to work with you. What type of interest rates are you getting? The last transaction you did, what were the terms? It was six and a half percent. And you can select basically the rate you want. It depends on what term that you want, you would like, and then also how much you're putting down. So it's variable, but I would say mid sixes, six percent, which is not bad. I like to buy and hold or do have rentals. Uh-huh. So that's not that bad of a rate. I agree. When you're building your empire, a lot of people hear that in in the interest rate climate we have now where they're incredibly low and they think, oh, well, he's getting ripped off. Well, no, you're scaling your business by getting more financing that makes your property still cash flow. As long as it's still cash flows, where we get into trouble is if we are breaking even and then interest rates go up and then we're upside down, right? Correct. The one good thing about it is when you actually put a down payment like that, your payment's relatively low. So like you mentioned, you should be able to cash flow heavy. One of our benchmarks is to not cash flow anything less than $300 per month. So that payback on your down payment actually accelerates. So, I mean, you can actually have a payback anywhere from two to three years and then just putting that cash flow in your pocket. So that's one of the strategies we actually teach our members. What's one thing that you've learned in your group that you've applied in your business? I have learned that people drive this business and that you really need to have a sales component. One of the things that we sometimes overlook is that really we're dealing with people more often than just the product. So houses are a product. And so when you really focus on assisting and helping people that are in distress, because obviously because we're real estate investing and trying to buy at a discount, we're dealing with distress. So having a really good sales background and doing a lot of homework on sales and how to interact with people really, really helps your business because you're going to run across all different types of situations and you need to be able to listen and offer advice. And so that's the thing. So when you're learning all these techniques, you got to learn how to exactly apply those techniques, but in the right way to, to your customer. What's your best real estate investing advice ever? My best real estate investing advice is to treat this like a lifestyle. Real estate investing, I believe, is the actual best industry in the world because everyone has to have a place to live. So the one thing that you want to do is you know that. So you're already at an advantage. Because of that, you want to actually do something every day to promote your respective real estate investing technique. And so when you do that, it can actually change your life. And so I think that what you'll do is you need to read as well. I think that's the number two is do a lot of self-improvement. So I think you're 
turn the TV off and read. That's kind of a lost art. And so I think you need to read and sharpen your saw. And then just like what we're doing here is listen to what other people are doing. So I think you learn from other people's mistakes and then you actually catapult yourself so that you are actually doing deals and working with people immediately. You ready for the best ever lightning round? I am. All right. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. Are you looking for a hard money loan or do you have a mortgage note that you want to sell? Then email David at hasslefreecashflowinvesting.com. If you recognize this company, well, that's because David was a best ever guest on the show is episode 122, David Campbell. And you can email him at david at hasslefreecashflowinvesting.com if you're looking for a hard money loan or if you have a mortgage note to sell. What's the best ever book you've read? Um, it is The Art of the Deal. Best ever personal growth experience and what'd you learn from it? My best personal growth experience was actually, I was a United States Air Force officer and attention to detail. And so what I learned from it is that you actually need to pay attention when you're supposed to pay attention. When you focus, there's nothing that people can do to stop you. So I think what I learned from it is that you can do anything you want. And real estate investing is actually one of those things that when you apply yourself, you can actually change your life from a financial perspective and also help people along the way. Well, I want to mention thank you for your service in the military. Thank you. Best ever deal you've done? The best deal I've ever done was what's called a subject to existing purchase transaction where I put zero money down. Actually, two days later, sold it and netted over $100,000 in the transaction. How'd you find the deal? I found the deal through door-to-door marketing. We actually have a specific program that's called Work for Investor. It's at workforinvestor.com where we hire canvassers to place letters on each door in the neighborhood. And so it's one of a kind just because there's not a list. And so we were able to find someone that was needed us really quickly because they were going through a divorce. And we were able to transition that house from them to us. And then we actually sold it retail, obviously, on the MLS and was able to reap a huge profit from that transaction. What's the best ever way you like to give back? The best way I like to give back is through teaching and instruction. The one thing that drives me every day is to help people in this industry. Now, I mentioned to you that I spent roughly 16 hours. The majority of that time is with people sitting with them and talking to them about how to improve their business. So in addition to that is working. I actually have a nonprofit. It's called Act for Success. It's Aptitude, Credibility and Trust for Success, where we will actually work with those people that are displaced. And so I realize that people run into unfortunate situations and that's why they're displaced. Not everyone just doesn't pay their bills or they don't want to do the right thing. It's an unfortunate situation. So what we've done is established that nonprofit to help people become solvent again and to get them back into a home ownership position. I love that approach and that mission. What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate so far? <laughs> That's very easy. Not selling a property when I was supposed to sell. What happened? When I was in the Air Force, I was very new. I was actually, I wouldn't even call myself a real estate investor. It was the first house I ever owned. It was in the mid-1990s when I acquired the property for $80,000. 
And in the in around year 2000, the property values increased in Florida to about that same property was about 200 plus thousand. And my property manager, who was also a real estate agent, called me in and said, Joe, I think you should sell. My response to him at that time was, why would I ever sell? I have a tenant in place and I think you just want the commission. And so I hung up the phone and I went on about my business. Four years later, the house went back down to right where I bought it at, about 80000 And once I started to immerse myself in this business, I realized really quickly, there's a point in time when you need to turn over your business, just like any product, you need to have a turnover. And I did not do that. So I still own that property to this day. <laughs> What's it worth? It's worth probably now about 170000 mm -hmm. So it's paid off, which is great. The market has rebounded. It was in the Cocoa Beach area, so it's rebounded. However, if I were to do it all over again, obviously I would have sold that property because at that time, Joe, if I would have done that, the marketplace in Dallas-Fort Worth, I probably could have acquired about 10 properties mm -hmm. with that money that I actually would have received from that sale. Yeah, and those 10 properties would have all doubled in value at this point. Correct. So the opportunity cost is what I actually lost. Mm -hmm. And so that is definitely something that I wish I could change. But obviously it was a big learning experience. What's the best place the best ever listeners can reach you? Well, it's DallasREIG.com and that's our website. We have that. One thing I want to mention as well is we do somewhat like crowdfunding, but we actually have a ShareVestorUSA.com where they can invest in homes. Um, they do not have to be in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. That's actually at the DallasREIG.com website. So we actually have so many different avenues that you can actually in get involved in real estate investing. Well, Joe, I loved hearing about how you started your meetup six years ago in a whopping three people showed up. Was that including you or is that not including you? Uh, that was including me. <laughs> <laughs> you, you and your two buddies showed up and you've been doing it weekly since then for six years? Correct. See, there you go. It's just about being consistent. Would you agree? Is it about just being consistent? Yes, I think it's definitely a lifestyle. So what it did is just like anything else. Now, someone that's really good in sports, they work at it daily to perfect their craft. And I think that's one thing you have to do. And so when does real estate stop, Joe? It really doesn't. So what makes us think that we need to stop learning? And I think that's one reason why I want to meet so often is because I learn every week from different people that are coming through the group. And that keeps me going as well as assisting people. When someone hugs you because you've helped them out, it's a beautiful thing on both ends of the spectrum. One, from the property owner, because they were in a form of distress, even though we're able to make money from it. And then two, from an investor standpoint, when they're actually able to maybe stop working their nine to five, or they're supplementing their income, it's a beautiful thing. Because there's enough business out there for all of us, and we just take the time to focus, like I mentioned, and to learn the different techniques of whatever avenue you really like in real estate. Absolutely. Well, I wholeheartedly agree. And you've got the guidance line, which is something I hadn't heard of before, which as you said, is basically a secured line of credit. You're putting 15% down. Those banks are funding 85% of the transaction secured by the property, by the asset. 
and some of the banks that you're using in lending institutions include Network Funding, Texas Republic Bank, Justin State Bank, and I'm sure there's others. So thanks so much for talking about your progress, the lessons you've learned, how you created what you created, and how best ever listeners, if you would like to create something like that, well, he talked you through how to approach it and the type of cadence he has with his meetup. So thanks so much for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever day and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Are you looking for a hard money loan or do you have a mortgage note that you want to sell? Then email David at hasslefreecashflowinvesting.com. If you recognize this company, well, that's because David was a best ever guest on the show is episode 122, David Campbell. And you can email him at david at hasslefreecashflowinvesting.com if you're looking for a hard money loan or if you have a mortgage note to sell.